0: and paint supply
1: welcome to paint ed my name is Torlando. i am your host today on the paint ed network um i'm sure you are uh loving all the content all the content from all of our different hosts um you know shout out to the to the mainstays who are out there throwing down on the show keeping it going keeping you guys educated um today is going to be a little bit of a different of a show okay i've got an industry partner on that has an interesting product and so we're going to be talking product today a little bit more on that end than the business end but you guys all know that i have a a, a strong business angle to the show um we're gonna be talking about how to differentiate your business specialty products and we'll do a spotlight um, with our with our guest and uh, industry partner Roma Bio on lime washes and masonry products so I'm excited about this um it's a it's a, like I said it's a unique show for me um but uh we're gonna we're gonna make it exciting we're gonna we're gonna talk about how to differentiate um if you want to listen to the other shows and episodes that we have on PCA Overdrive go down to our website PCA PaintEd.org. Download the app where you can get 500 hours of video content, $5.99 a month for non-members. If you're a member of the PCA, it's included in your membership. We Got a lot of fun stuff coming up. There's a Spanish-speaking event down in Florida coming up in uh, September, um, Orlando, Florida. This would be a great event. If you have project managers, um, if you have uh, uh, subcontractors that you work with and you, and you think that they would benefit from, um, professionalizing their business, but in their own language, I would definitely recommend, uh, sending them down or encouraging them to, to go down to that. Um, we've got, uh, events out east. Uh, we've got the business accelerator program. Um, and this, the business accelerator program, this is an online program. Uh, for you know, learning things about your business, especially if you are in that early stage or if you are in that um, you know 500K to a million stage, and you're trying to get to that next level, I definitely recommend the Business Accelerator. You can go to pcapainted.org to check that out. Um, all right, so talking about this show here today, what I think is gonna be interesting about this conversation is that, uh, you know, I've been in the industry for quite a while. I've been, I've been in the industry for about 20 years now, and you start to see the trends, right? When I was coming in, the things that were largely out, um, you know, wallpaper was out by that time, by the time I had gotten in. It was very popular in the 80s and 90s, and I have taken down so much of it uh, in my career what was on its way out was things like faux finishes you know that i i kind of caught the tail end of of its popularity what's interesting is during that time during that early stages i wasn't doing a lot of cabinet painting that didn't come until later and then it became very popular became a good source of revenue for for my company and i know a lot of people who based their entire business around painting cabinets. But when I first came into the industry, I remember people saying, don't ever paint your cabinets. Don't ever paint your wood trim. Don't ever do this, don't ever do that. It'll decrease the value. And then all of a sudden the tide shifted and painting cabinets became very lucrative and the ROI on painted cabinets became lucrative for the homeowner. I remember a time where people said, you cannot paint brick, do not paint your brick under no uncertain terms. do not paint brick. And a lot of you know that the tide is shifting on that. And what I hope to gain from this conversation is how we can jump on some of these trends that they're not typically a flash of the pan. They're going to be, going to be a strong 10 year, 20 year wave of this, especially as the products are uh, especially formulated to do it well. And so as we jump on this wave, what is the opportunity there? Um, Is it lucrative? Is it something that we can employ in our company? Is it something that we can offer in market? Is it something that's going to be valuable to our customer? Um, Those are the things that I want to explore today. And uh, I'm happy to have Matt Hoka on from uh, Roma Bio uh, to, to discuss this topic today. Um, you know, we should just jump into it. Am I right? Let's, no, no more fanfare. Let's just jump into the show, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Matt Hoka from Roma Bio. Hey, Matt, welcome to the show. How you doing?
0: I'm good, man. Thank you for having me on.
1: Good, good. So, uh, so Matt, we were talking a little bit before the show and um, you, uh, you've been kind of in this, in in the product space for contractors for quite a while. Um, at some point you uh, came across this Roma Bio product and, and felt like it would be a good fit. Tell us a little bit about your background and um, uh, before we dive too much in the product, um, you know, just, just give us a little bit more of, of your history.
0: Yeah. So I've been in the building industry for 20 plus years, mostly in the higher end products, the decorative iron doors, the builder's hardware, higher end door hardware, lock sets, et cetera. Uh, Always in the uh, realm of understanding how the product works and better to understand it so you can be able to promote it. Right. So uh, it was through some of those avenues that uh, landed me with Roma Bio and And it's been fun ever since I started. Yeah.
1: Cool. Cool. So, you know, what's interesting, I think, about your, you know, background and the decorative finishes, um, you know, especially related to trends, uh, you know, we, uh, the last, you know, 15 years, I feel like has been a very like minimalist centric, you know, design. How do, how do, how have decorative finishes fit in? to the market over the last uh, 10 to 15 years.
0: That's a good point. Um, you know, no matter how, uh, how the market turns, you always have people who want to stand out, right? You always have a group of people who want to be that next trendsetter as well. Mm-hmm. And so when I first got introduced to Roma Bio, I was like, I was kind of like, like you had mentioned, man, nobody paints their brick. Why, why would you want to paint your brick? And uh, that mindset right. is, is what kind of, um, got me intrigued with Roma bio. Cause the first thing I did was look at product reviews. Uh, you know, I figured uh, let's check out and see what people think about Roma bio before I, I dive into it. And I was blown away that when thousands of reviews in different categories, there were very few lower than a four and a half star. Hmm. And so I'm thinking, okay, so there's some legitimacy here to, to this product. And um, people wanted something different. People uh, loved their, their ranch-style home, but they wanted it to be unique. And Roma Bio provided that option for them.
1: Yeah. So, you know, I think that uh, as much as the homeowner wants to unique be unique, I think that, you know, every painter needs to figure out what's going to be a differentiator for them. And, you know, there were several years ago I was talking to a, uh, a commercial painter and uh, or it maybe it was I think he was actually industrial. And I, I said, what made you get into industrial coatings like they're so difficult? And he goes, it's exactly that. He said, I, I just thought to myself, what is the hardest, most difficult, complex thing that nobody wants to do? But, you know, businesses have to have. And that was (laughs) this industrial (laughs) work. You know, Uh, there is an element and just in terms of pure, um, just the way that supply and demand economics work, when the demand for something is high and the supply for something is low, that means that those suppliers have the ability to charge more money and have higher margins. I have a friend who's in, um, he's in mold remediation and uh, waterproofing. And that was he he had started off in general remodeling and doing, you know, like cabinet installs, kitchen remodels, and stuff like that. He got into mold remediation and waterproofing because there was nobody around who was doing it. There was only one or two companies that were doing it. And he liked really high margins. And because of the that level of of demand for the service and the supply he's able to get really phenomenal uh margins really great even as a you know i think he maybe has one helper and he's making as much money as as any million dollar business owner i know um so that's kind of where where i want to explore is is how do you um how do you choose how to differentiate? How do you identify what opportunities there are in um, product specialization? Um, I think a lot of our listeners are familiar with folks like Zach Kenny, who um, is a big like uh, fine paints of Europe person, high-end, high-gloss finishes. Um, I don't know of anybody who, who can do work like they do. And because of that, they're able to charge so much money and people are lining up for it because it's so different and unique. So, you know, Roma Bios aside, how would you recommend our listeners go about figuring out how they're going to differentiate their company through product?
0: That's a good question. I think uh, education is key. I think what you do is key. I think having a a group of peers around you that you can go to and say, what have you tried that worked? And what have you tried that didn't work Um, to your point about the, the mold remediation and the uh, industrial coatings. Don't be afraid to try something. Don't be afraid to go against the grain and uh, really put yourself out there because, you know, diamonds are made from pressure, right? So Mm -hmm. as a painter uh, you don't want to just be out there competing against walls and halls every day. You don't want to be competing against the 30 other guys out there with a brush and a bucket just on the exterior jobs and, and, and arguing over a $25 difference in cost. Right. Right. So it's, it's finding your peers, it's finding your group, it's finding your, your area that you can say, you know what? I've seen my buddy over here uh, really kill it with this product and I'm going to do the same thing and I'm, and we're going to figure it out. Yeah
1: so as as you've been working with um you know painters in in the field and and you know selling i know you you sell direct to a lot of suppliers but but you are having conversation with with contractors as well um you know how are they uh how are they kind of taking that step to find the niche um that you know in, in your cases including the rome bio products but how are they taking that that step in that process and and kind of making that leap of faith? Because I, I think it is a little bit of a, a leap of faith. You know, we, we yeah. often, um, we, we often feel compelled to say yes to everything because of fear and hunger. We're afraid that we're not going to find another job. We're hungry because, yeah. you know, we, our last job wasn't as big as it needed to be. And so we keep saying yes to everything. Um, there's an element of okay this new product this new you know style i could add this on and then and just yeah and then be able to say yes to more but you actually know people who are doing the exact opposite they're diving in and they're making this kind of the mainstay of what they do what is that yeah. what does that look like with the people that you work with
0: you know it's it's a really cool uh, feeling to be able to educate painters and show them different revenue streams. Uh, one of my favorite things to do is is just go out with the painter, understand who they are, what their business is, and, and explain what we are and how we can help them diversify. Um, to your point, I've, I've uh, collectively, with our company, trained painters that have never picked up a brush in the day of their life, and they have since created a business to just solely do uh, a lime wash products, for example, um, so it's it's the ability to go in and show them uh, you don't have to just set a dollar fifty a square foot cost. You know you've got a range now. You can go mm-hmm. you know three to four dollars a square foot with this product, and you turn yourself into a unique painter and not just somebody that's going to put on one coat of of a, a product. So um you're empowering people to make more money which is really cool because I try to live by if I can make you money I'm gonna get money at some point too yeah so we really invest in the painters we invest in the education um one part to your question you you know how do they kind of get in there we do a really good job in social media I don't I, I'm not that guy but we've sure. got a team who does a great job with social media and engages with the homeowner and the homeowner usually is who brings that to the painter says, Hey, I've, I've seen this product. It's really cool. I'd like for you to use it. And I get calls almost once a month now, Hey man, I've I've never heard of your product. My homeowner asked about it. Can you tell me more? And in 90 days, they've probably done three to five jobs since then. Mm. So it's just finding that appetite for something unique and sinking your teeth into it.
1: Got it. Got it. So, you know, like I mentioned, you know, in the intro, um, you know, when I when I came into the business, uh, the, the word on the on the street was uh, you can't paint brick. And and that has changed. Um, I've I've I think where it began in, in my company was more in the uh, like the brick fireplaces and brick mantles mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So we would we would start painting those. Um, I, I, at some point I, I switched to an interior only company, so I can't remember if we've, yeah, we have done some exterior back when I did exterior, we have done some exterior brick coatings. Um, now I want to, I want to get a little bit educated on the ins and outs because it is a little scary. I think when you go from the world telling you, no, can't be done, it's a bad idea and, and, and I'll be honest with you, I've seen situations where um, the face of the brick is falling off because yeah. the the coating that they used locked in the moisture. And um, you probably know the terminology better than I do, but um, basically <clears throat> the face of the brick fell off and now the paint job is, is looking horrible or the paint job yeah. is peeling and stuff like that. So let's let's get some technical education here T- tell us you know, what is the process? Why, why is it okay to paint brick and, and how do we do it?
0: Yeah. Good questions. And what you're referring to is spalling. Um, that's right. When, when moisture is trapped inside of a brick and it's got to go somewhere and it's either going in or out. Right. Um, and that's what, you know, historically don't paint your brick. And, um, now brick manufacturers are saying, don't paint your brick, but if you do, do it properly, which would be like a Roma bio. Mm -hmm. So what the difference is we're a mineral based company, zero VOC, no chemicals, very clean, right? Mm -hmm. The lime wash is actually slaked lime from the Dolomite mountains in Italy, which is pretty cool. You can say I'm actually putting a piece of Italy on your home because it 100% comes from the riverbeds of the Dolomites. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, you know, it goes on and it calcifies to the brick over time. Lime wash does it's a one coat product the perm ratings, the permeability, the the transfer of moisture through the brick. Mm-hmm. Um, brick is a hundred year product, so it's supposed to breathe. Water's supposed to soak in. It's supposed to evaporate over mm-hmm. and over again. And with lime wash, it still does that. Uh, with other products, latex and acrylic products, it doesn't. You seal that envelope, and you seal mm-hmm. whatever's back there. So if you've got a leak in your gutter, you got a leak in your roof. That moisture has nowhere to go. With lime, with with reforma bio, lime wash and masonry paint, your perm ratings are the 70s, which is phenomenal. It's like it's a natural product. Mm. Uh, Water's going to soak in, water's going to release, as it should. So you're not trapping moisture to create mold and mildew. You're not trapping moisture in a very cold climate to where when it freezes, it busts the face of that brick off. Mm. You're doing it the proper way, and you're actually um, you know, with the masonry paint, it's potassium silicate product. So you're strengthening that brick as well. So it's, it's, it. it's doing things the right way that the way they've been done in, in Europe for hundreds of years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, and I, you know, if my history serves me, serves me well, I, you know, around the, uh, depression, lime wash became very popular because, uh, uh the, the the accessibility and the cost was was quite affordable it's probably not the case today but um uh, <laughs> you know if they're yeah. it from uh, italy but uh there was an element of like it was it was a very popular uh coding system so so tell me a little bit about um the application process how do you how do you apply so you've got two main products you've got a lime wash and you've got a masonry coating um, yeah. How, what are the application processes for each one?
0: So, the lime wash is the more artistic one, that's and that's what I call our gateway drug. That's what everybody comes to Roma Bio for is the lime wash. Mm-hmm. You can make a brand new home look a hundred years old, um, you can take a home that has an addition to it and make it all look uniform and unique. Uh, but the application for that is pretty cool. Both products you wet, you pr- pressure wash the house, right. Mm -hmm. Just like you would normally clean it up really well. While it's still damp, you can lime wash because you want the lime to soak into the wall. So that's a unique thing for a painter. You don't have to pressure wash, come back the next day. If it rains, you got to wait a day. You're okay with the brick being damp. Right, right, right. Okay. So that's a really unique uh, facet of Roma Bio. You want the, the product to soak into the brick. Uh, one coat for the Lime Wash, you can dilute. It comes in like a paste, like a sheetrock paste, if you will. Okay. Uh, you can add anywhere from 40% to 80% water. Uh, we've got pros out there that do a lot of different things with it because it's it's a unique product. Uh, 40 50% dilution will give you a very solid look with the lime wash. okay, 80% is going to give you a little bit of translucent so you can see a little bit of the brick underneath it. And the cool part is the takeoff. So um, you start wetting it with the water with a hose pipe. Um, mm-hmm. Timing is the key with that. So anywhere from 15 minutes to 40 minutes, you start taking it off and distressing it. Um, and that's the part where the painters really find the sweet spot and understand how to create their look. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of painters who travel all over the U.S. recreating their look, mm. and they get paid well for that because they have they've created uh, you know whether it's Instagram or TikTok they've created a following that's like man I want your look on my house
1: right. So right.
0: with the lime wash it's one coat um, pressure wash if you wait twenty four hours you got to pressure wash it because it's tough yeah but then that's the distressing part of it and the masonry paint well do you stiff.
1: quick yeah. question though do you so is it <clears throat> is it a brush application or is yeah, it good a good question yeah you
0: can brush it you can roll it you can spray it okay yeah. you can do all of that yeah. okay got yeah.
1: it and then how do you how do you distress it what what does that takeoff process look like
0: that's really what kind of freaks everybody out right you your yeah. painter that's like man I, I i don't know if i can do that So uh, after about 15 minutes with it on there, you'll start seeing the edge of the brick turn like a lighter color. That's Mm -hmm. when you know it's calcifying and soaking into the brick. You just take a hose pipe and start squirting that brick down and it'll start coming off in some form or fashion, whether it's really fast or slower, depending on the, how um, absorbent the brick is and how hot it is outside. Mm. So, you know, days like in Texas today, when it's a hundred degrees, it's going to dry really quick. Right. Yeah. So you can start distressing. Get ten minutes afterwards. Let's say you you took way too much off, and you know you want to add some more back. It's an extremely flat finish. So brush a little more back on there. It's pretty forgiving. It. Absolutely. Yeah. So you can't mess it up, and that's the cool thing about it. You you have a hard time messing it up.
1: Yeah, but it sounds like it 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 offers a little bit of artistry in the process.
0: Yeah, hundred percent.
1: Yeah, which I think, you know, what's what's interesting about the, the world of painters is that there are, you know, there, there are some out there who, you know, they they fell into it because they're, you know, uncle's brother, which is maybe their dad. I don't know. They, they found out. <laughs> they fell into it somehow. And uh, and then there are others who I think that through a series of, you know, kind of live living the life in their twenties, uh, you know, there there are a lot of musicians, there are a lot of artists in our in our trade, um, you know, people who, you know, always wanted to work with their hands, and they and they um, they they turn to the painting industry because of its aesthetic value. Yeah. Whereas, you know, if they were going to do another trade like plumbing or electric or something like that, it doesn't necessarily have. The same aesthetic value that uh, that painting does, and so there are actually a lot of uh, you know uh, craftsmen that come in, and you know you 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 wouldn't be surprised at all to find out that they're a musician or or some kind of an artist. Yeah, and so um, you know th- this sounds like something that would be um, you know definitely unique and fulfilling. You know, in terms of being able to put that artistry we're not just putting up a a solid color necessarily sounds like you can at the 40 percent dilution but um you know for those who want that signature look and you start developing it sounds like that's that's a possibility with this product
0: yeah and you can you know you can create different colors with it as well you can do uh you can do two different colors in there we've got people who will uh paint the brick and then come back and lime wash over top of it to give a lot of tone different variation there Mm. so for sure man you can it's it's an artistic product it can be a very simplistic product but most of the painters once they get their hands in it and really start working with it they they end up creating something that they never thought they could it'll snowball and it'll grow and it'll it'll be what they get called for and we do a really good job of promoting the painters because that's our lifeline so yeah when we do a preferred pro program where we send leads to painters homeowners will call us hey I'd love to get my house painted in, you know, um, Northbrook, Illinois. And we've got, you know, two or three guys that we know do a great job there. And we recommend those guys. So uh, y- you start getting a lot of calls for it because that's what you're known for.
1: Interesting. Interesting. So um, what what is the color range? Like how, how, how da- dynamic of a range are there with colors?
0: Good question. So the Lime Wash is a base white product. So uh, you can go up to like a, a light gray with that. Okay. And then we've got another version of it that's a little bit different. You don't have the flexibility that you can go dark. Because that's one thing we've seen recently and, and you probably have as well. People are really looking for dark colors. Yeah. And, for sure. and even a lime wash. And, and we're like, yeah, that whatever we can we can figure it out, it's just not as easy as the white lime wash because it's mm-hmm. it's a simplistic calcification. And when you get to the darker, you've got a little more resin products. So you've got a right. little, shorter window for takeoff in there
1: right 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 so so tell me a little bit about the masonry product then how, how does that differ from the lime wash and what, what do we need to know there
0: so the masonry product is a potassium silicate and uh, it's actually we, we we've started making that in the u.s we make it in tennessee now which we're really excited about mm-hmm. um, but it's a two coat process and it penetrates the brick as well much like the lime wash but once it's on, it's on. You're not getting it off. It's it's a strong product. Mm-hmm. It has a 20-year warranty with it. No peel, no chip warranty. Um, but it's it's a simple two-coat. It's a mineral product as well. No VOCs, no chemicals. Uh, where this is going to be good, you know, painters that want to paint things the right way. Like I said, the permeability of, a, of our product is a huge uh, benefit. So you don't want flaking, chipping. You don't want the brick popping off this product you know this is your key
1: okay so how does that how does it work you know how does it uh how does it avoid those those common uh uh problems
0: so the the ability of potassium silica has been around for a long time it's also called water glass so you're looking at a product that's been around for hundreds of years used in stone and brick um, to be able to allow water vapors in and out so it soaks into the brick. It's not film forming. It doesn't sit on the surface of the brick. So it soaks into Mm. the brick and allows that permeability. So you can tint it. You can go anywhere from a white to a dark color. Um, You can do pretty much any full range of colors with that product, but its ability to allow water vapor in and out is the uniqueness of the product.
1: Got it. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, and so, uh, and, and do you have, do you have any interior products?
0: We do. We have, um, a full lot of interior paint is zero VOC as well. We have, uh, authentic Italian plasters. That's one of my favorite products we have from mm-hmm. Travertino to, uh, Gricello and everything in between. Um, and then we have a waterproof, uh, sh- uh plaster system for showers, for floors, for tubs, et cetera. Mm. Um and then decorative you, you you mentioned the decorative finishes man the the old Ralph Lauren suede we've got a product very similar to that cuz that's coming back. Mm-hmm. Um so we've got two products that you, one you can trowel on one you can brush on for decorative finishes too.
1: Okay, interesting, interesting. So um so I I have two kind of close out questions. Um the first is um how do we start to market if if we want to do this, um, how do we, how do we market it to, to our consumers?
0: Good question. So what I try to tell painters all the time is, is get in social media, right? It's something that I, I stood away from for as long as I could, but you really start to see what the trends are. You start to see what's around you, what others are doing around you. Mm -hmm. So, You know, from a simple fireplace, uh, try your if you've got a fireplace in your home, try it on your own fireplace, put it on your social media and it'll start to grow legs. It'll start to Mm -hmm. take off. Um, So social media is one part of it. Secondly, is, you know, connecting with Roma Bio because we'll help you get out there. We'll help you uh, put your name out there. We'll help promote you. We've got a lot of eyeballs on our brand and Mm -hmm. we do a good job engaging with the consumer. So uh, a lot of that's through the painter. So we like to be a part of that help as well.
1: Got it. Got it. And then, so then my second question to this is um, how do we, how do we learn and educate our team on how to use these products? Cause it's a different, it's a different process. So how do we, how do we learn how to, how to uh, use these applications?
0: So we do, we've, we've started creating a lot of content, YouTube, uh, social media, Instagram. We've got um, through our social media, we have a, Aroma bio preferred pro category as well, where it's just pros in there. Uh, And we try to do a good job of connecting applicators. um, So if they've got a unique situation coming up, I can connect them with a guy, you know, in in Connecticut or New York or Chicago or wherever and say, Hey, I know this guy did a a similar job. And he can kind of walk you through it collectively with me. Um, So we've got a team uh, in the streets that can help. We've got I'm always available to help with our our painters, and then we're doing social media and videos to try to help educate as well.
1: Awesome, awesome. <clears throat> and uh, what's what are the price ranges for, um, you know, like a gallon or five gallon bucket?
0: So for the Lime Wash, uh, you're looking at about 60 bucks for a gallon. So it's not crazy, it's not astronomical. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the masonry is very similar to that price point as well.
1: Got it, got it, very cool, very cool. Well, um, this, is, this, is, this has been interesting. Um, and, uh, and I think that for, um, yeah, for those uh, contractors out there, for those painters out there that are looking to differentiate, um, I think that this is a worthy thing to explore, you know, and, and, and to figure out if it, if it is for you. I know that uh, um, a friend of mine, uh, Shane Garrett, out in uh, Columbia, Missouri, um, I know that they've been having a tremendous amount of success with lime washes, um, as, uh, you know, as, as that, you know, trend has hit that market. Um, so, you know, I, I can see that, um, I could see that this would be a, a valuable tool to have in your arsenal. Um, Matt, anything else that you want to, any other words of wisdom that you want to impart to our, uh, uh, listeners as we close out here?
0: Just keep learning, man. I love what you guys do. Appreciate the time to, to interact with you guys. And, any painters out there that are interested, uh, give me a shout, man. I'd love to connect with you guys.
1: Yeah, where can we and where can we find the products?
0: Uh, most of our products are sold through independent retailers, Benjamin Moore stores. Um, we do have lime wash in Home Depot and Lowe's.com as well.
1: Awesome! Very cool. Very cool. Well, Matt, thank you so much for being on Paint Ed, and and uh, look forward to chatting with you next time. Thanks a lot. All right, there you have it. Matt Hokut with uh, Roma Bio Products, a little product spotlight for you. Like I said, a little different than than what we usually talk about, but uh, certainly engaging. And and again, from that business angle, um, you know, it's it's all about that that differentiation. You know, when you're going out into the market, you want to figure out how you can set yourself apart. And, you know, that's going to take a little bit of research. You know, you what I what I wouldn't recommend doing is saying, OK, all of a sudden I'm going to switch to, you know, this is the only thing that I'm going to offer. Obviously, you have to test the market. You have to get a pulse. You have to you know contact some some customers, see what what their their interest would be. You have to look around your market. And uh, in this case, you know, how much brick do you actually have in your in your neighborhoods? Is there a lot of it? Are people starting to, are you starting to see more of the, uh, of the, 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 lime washing and the, and the masonry coatings going over, over the top of it, get educated on it. And as you build your repertoire of knowledge of coatings, knowledge of, of, uh, different systems out there, you can find that you, you start to find that angle. And how cool would that be to be one of those painters that, uh, Blow up on Instagram, and all of a sudden, uh, they're they're paying you extra money to travel around the country and uh, and do your your signature look. That would be pretty sweet. Uh, thank you so much for uh, to to Matt Hocutt and, and Roma Bio for being on the show. Thank you for the PCA for producing this show. Again, if you are not uh, if you are not subscribed on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Make sure that you you get connected. Make sure that you subscribe and and go ahead and download that PCA Overdrive app. Uh, Until next time, my name is Torlando Hakes. Thank you for listening to the show. Uh, It's been a good one. This has been Ed.